Hello, everybody, and welcome to 12 Bar News, the music nerd podcast brought to you by music nerds for music nerds about music nerd things. Tonight, I'm your host, the Brave Badger, and I am joined virtually by the Scared Fox. How's it going? What's up, Badger? Nothing, nothing. How was your holiday? It was cold. How about you? Uh, that seems to be the consensus. Jeff didn't get me anything. Well, that's not a surprise. He's stingy. Yeah, true. Well, how was your holiday? Uh, quiet and cold and uh, stony. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Let's jump into the news segment we like to call... What's happening?! And first off, the Punk Rock Museum, located in Las Vegas, Nevada, has announced they are pushing back their opening date to March 10th, 2023. In this announcement, the Fat Mike Created Museum also revealed that they will be hosting guided tours with punk rock icons starting April 1st, 2023. Some of these punk heroes include Noodles of the Offspring, Smelly of No Effects, and Angelo Moore of Fishbone, as well as representatives from Suicidal Tennessees, Rise Against, Circle Jerks, The Germs, The Vandals, Agnostic Front, Bad Cop, Bad Cop, and Face to Face, among others. According to the release, the tours will be limited to 20 people each and be offered multiple times a day. Tickets are available for pre-order from the museum's website, and I encourage you to check that out if you're in Las Vegas or if you are a punk rock fan looking for a cool vacation. That's pretty cool, man. When was it originally supposed to be? You said it was... Um, uh, it was supposed to come out in January. Okay, January of 2023. Yeah, so they just pushed it back I mean, two months. That's nothing. That that sounds awesome. My girlfriend's brother lives in Vegas, and... Yeah, I might have to. I mean, the good time to go out there is when it's cold here, right? Uh, so maybe, maybe I'll go out there for my birthday. That it opens the day after my birthday in twenty twenty three. So that works out. Maybe we should. Maybe we should all go out there. Yeah, you guys should send us money so we can have a band trip, and then we can uh, do a podcast from out there. So send us maybe, money. Maybe we'll maybe we'll meet that fat bastard Mike. Yeah, that would be cool. Anyway, you got you got some more for us. Yeah. Next, we're going to move on to the Postal Service and Death Cab for Cutie. Both bands, led by Ben Gibbard, have announced that they're going to embark on a co-headlining tour. This tour is celebrating the 20th anniversary of both Death Cab's transatlanticism and the Postal Service's Give Up. The Postal Service only really released one full album back in 2003 and have only gotten back together for a tour back for the 10th anniversary in 2013. Well, guess what? Next year ends in the three, so we're back at it again for the 20th anniversary. The Postal of Service was a side project for its members. Ben Gibbard of Death Cab, Jenny Lewis of Rilo Kiley, and Jimmy Tamborello of Dental. All three have solo careers in addition to these projects, so they've been busy and prolific. I would encourage you to check out their story. The whole album was recorded through the Postal Service, so as in sending tapes through the mail. And nowadays, it would be called the email service. Okay. So tickets are on sale, but they're selling out fast. They're pretty much sold out across the country. But I last checked, Ticketmaster was selling lawn seats for the Met for over $150. And then it shoots well up after that. So demand is high because both bands are set to play their albums in full. And Ben Gibbard is in the spotlight the whole night. So maybe if you give us some money, then maybe we can buy these tickets and we'll give you guys a review in full. So 
do that? I mean, if I'm being honest, I don't want to pay $150 right. to go see Postal Service and Death Cab, but I'm going to pay the money to go see Postal Service right? and Death Cab. They only get together every 10 years. Like, it's, it's something... It, it's just something that has to happen. Right. My buddy at work and I were talking about it, and I think he's going to get tickets, and uh, if he does... We should definitely try for at the very least lawn tickets. Yeah, the um, I saw it's basically completely sold out now. They posted yeah. yesterday, but we can try. I mean, we, I'll pay a scalper's price at this point. I want to go see it. Yeah, yep. It's it should be a good show no matter what. So yeah, that's um, I mean that's huge. Yep. What you got for us? Uh, so the other night while uh visions of sugar plums danced in my head <laughs> and big fat joints as well um i was just you know surfing through the various streaming services and i happened to uh be on disney plus and i saw the documentary if these walls could sing by uh mary mccartney who is the first daughter born to Linda Eastman and uh, Paul McCartney. Uh, it's a pretty good documentary. The cast on like IMDb is like 10 people long, but they, they're a good 10 people. Jimmy Page, Roger Waters, uh, David Gilmore, you know, Paul, Ringo. Uh, so it, it's, it's a high quality, you know, cast, but it doesn't say anything about abbey road that we haven't seen or heard before in other documentaries it doesn't go deep enough into any one thing to really dig its teeth in so it's definitely i would call it like a love letter to abbey road more than a documentary about abbey road but there is some really interesting information in there specifically about the uh, financial struggles and they they saw after the boom of the 60s music scene and people just didn't ha want to record in such big spaces so there is a section where like john williams is there and they talk about star wars and how they got into the film score industry mm. as well as the music industry so it's a it's a good watch sounds interesting yeah if you're looking for beatles stuff go watch the anthology if you're interested enough if you're looking for uh you know pink floyd stuff go watch the making of dark side of the mood go watch live at pompeii there's other things that will get more in depth but there is some interesting information that uh mary mccartney did put in this uh documentary i'd give it like a 3.5 out of five and, and you know just for cast alone like in any interview with elton john is going to be a good interview right it's one one of those things so i would say give it a watch if you already have disney plus i wouldn't go buy a subscription to disney plus to watch it though i would for get back though get back was far far superior that and that's the point like Get Back is such a, it's so focused on just the Beatles and uh, how real, they were just real people. Right. Whereas this is like, it's more of an homage to the space. You know, you hear the voice of George Martin here and you hear the voice of John Lennon and it's, it's nice. It's nostalgic and it's feel good. Cool. Sometimes that's what you need around the holidays. Exactly. My girlfriend asked if we could watch a holiday movie and i was like let's watch this this will be this will be great it's not a holiday holiday movie but it has that feel right but yeah it was definitely worth a watch cool i was gonna talk about bob dylan and he just recently sat down for a article with uh, wall street journal and he shared some of his favorite modern music tastes 
and the list kind of surprised a bunch of people. Jack White, Metallica, The Strokes, Arctic Monkeys, Eminem, and Wu Tang Clan all made the list as among among others. Those are that's not a surprise. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I'm, Dylan likes good. He likes good poetry, right? Anything with lyrical intention is basically what he said. So Wu Tang Clan. I mean, yeah. And then he said that he saw. Um, he made special arrangements to see Jack White, which I would too. And then he seen Metallica twice, and he was impressed. Well, how? So, Mr. Dylan must have been listening to our last episode because he also weighed in on vinyl versus streaming debate. If you haven't checked out that podcast, go and subscribe to 12 Bar News on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast, and it's episode three. Well, Mr. Dylan does stream music as well as CDs and satellite radio, he agrees that streaming has made things way too easy and convenient, and in the end, the old sound of vinyl coming out of a tube app is his real cup of tea. Sounds about right. Yeah, that's pretty much what we all said, too. So, yeah. No spoilers, though. you got to go listen to that one. Yeah, go listen to it. It's a good... It's a. We're all smart enough that we can bullshit our way through a discussion about vinyl versus streaming. Right, right. Yeah, check it out. It's a fun listen. <laughs> it is. And my last story for tonight is Dave Grohl's Hanukkah cover series. And in basically, have you checked any of these out yet? Uh, I haven't watched. Uh, I watched the one with Karen O. I haven't yeah. watched all of them yet. I watched that one, too. It was really cool. Um, she always puts on a good set. But it's yeah. basically becoming the annual tradition for Dave Grohl. Uh, he's collaborating with uh, Grammy-winning producer Greg Kirsten to highlight Jewish songwriters and musicians by playing one song each night of Hanukkah and releasing it. They started doing this back in 2020, and so far this year, Grohl and his guests have celebrated Beck, the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs, 10CC, and Rush, and they do this all in front of a live crowd. Uh, and Dave Grohl's on the set, which is always good to see. And uh, Greg Kirsten's playing keys, and then they have special guests as their vocalists. So we have Beck, Karen O, Violet Grohl, which is Dave Grohl's daughter, and Tenacious mm. D made a couple of appearances, including. Of course, they were there. Yeah, including Jack Black's cover of Rush, which I know you're a huge fan of Jack Black. So I love Jack Black. So I would check that out. It was it was entertaining, and Grohl was amazing. Uh, feeling them for Neil Pert on the drums, and um, it's uh, it's good to see Dave doing something. Yeah, definitely. We know that he has a, a a history of of bad things happening to bandmates, right? But that's the nature of the industry. So to see so to see him out there, you know, still doing what he he needs to for his community and his you know us, right? You know, to entertain is is very. It makes me makes me feel warm inside. Yep, as the sure. holidays should. Yeah, and it's it's really good to see him back after Taylor Hawkins passing, and uh, yeah. so I agree. And it was a nice way to celebrate the holidays. So happy holidays to everyone out there, and happy New Year. We're gonna be back next week with a discussion we recorded uh, live in the studio, and I think you guys are gonna like it. Uh, so anything else, Mister Fox? Uh, no, just remember to, uh, hail your sweet Lord Satan. Yeah, do that. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff, roll the credits. (laughs) 
Well, that's all for now, folks. Thank you for listening to 12 Bar News. This show was brought to you by Ordeal Studios in Trenton, New Jersey. Audio engineering and sound design by Jeffrey Damon. Our music was created by From Space. And Michael Stanley is our resident Iowan. Please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your audio so that you get a new episode each time we release it. More information can be found at 12barnews.com. Thank you. Bye.